0: So, yeah, we've probably got to do an ad for well, the Coronation Hotel, the comedy night that we do. Is that going to make us sellouts if we do an ad for our own show? Well, I think it's if it's for our own show, that's fine. All right, well, if, if that's okay then. But if you lead the ad, I'll feel like less of a sellout. As long as I'm less of a sellout than you, I consider myself a success. There's got to be a better way to sell the show. But I don't know what we tell people other than just it's the 23rd of September, right? It's the Coronation Hotel in Ipswich, which is a lovely venue. And mm. Ting is the headline. Yeah. It's well, Ting's good. She's awesome. Every time I see her, she's got different material. <laughs> I very rarely see her do the same material and it's just all gold. As a comedian, I get kind of jealous of that. That's She's a- got that whole single name thing. It's yes. Just Ting. No, no surname. Well, she does have a surname, but she likes to go as just Ting, yeah. Yeah, she does a surname. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Is. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is it one of those that's hard to pronounce? No, it's Lim. Ting Lim. Ting Lim. Ting Ling. Yeah, I reckon Ting probably works better. Yeah. It's too it's hard to get your tongue around. But I yeah. got Peter Booth. Yeah, he's gonna MC it. That that should be good. Like he's Comic magician mm. That's uh, it's nice to have A little bit of magic In your comedy show We've known him for ages And he's a great comic He's gonna come out there And command it That's what I love about this That we got the opportunity To put on a show That people would normally Pay like 30 bucks to see mm. And it's for free These people are like Headlining amazing people Like like our support act Is MJ Wong I'm amazed that We've got him as a support Because he's a headline act All the mm. way This guy is so funny We've got Nick Carr And Adam Nico. Nick Carr is a boy From Toowoomba And he won't quit That's how I just. Him is he related to Jimmy Carr? Could we say he's Jimmy Carr's brother? Maybe for the ad, we should say that. <laughs> Do you reckon more people would show up if we say Jimmy Carr's brother will be there? Because no one's going to look that up. Why would we lie about something <laughs> like that, right? Exactly. This is how we'll get people there Adam and Nico. Nico. Like the pen. Yes, like a Nico. I don't know if he's related to the Nico people. Men's well, w- we'll s- let's say that, yeah, he is. Okay, so the. Everyone's related to somebody. And Peter Booth's related to phone booths. Yes, phone booths. <laughs> and Ting's related to. Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I <laughs> 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 but yeah, 23rd of September. That's what else do we have to tell them, 8 p.m.? Um, um here's the question. Are we selling out if we mention the food there? Because well, the food's really good, but it does seem very hacky, like yeah. as a comedian. Come grab a meal, great chef. But actually, like, isn't he like some sort of Michelin star type chef guy? Like was- we don't eat before we go there, we get the food there. Absolutely. I, it's worth it, it's great. No, I I reckon that'd be selling out. I say we don't mention the awesome food. Okay, we will not not mention the amazing chef and the awesome food. Not at if, all. If people are hungry, they'll figure it out. We'll let them discover it for themselves. I don't think it'd be a bit hacky. <laughs> all right. Well, here's what I say we do for the ad then. First of all, need to make it short. Yes. We can't just keep going on and on it can't and be on. rambling. Yeah. No, no stutters and rambles like, like we normally do. So we'll just do like a quick rundown. That's basically just the details. We'll just say their names. Oh, we don't even need to say their names. We'll just say there's a comedy show. But what if we do? Like I'll basically, I'll give a rundown of when the comedy show, is and then I'll ask you and who have we got performing Garth and then you give like the rundown of the names okay just short concise you give the details I'll give the names and then we get out of there and mm. hopefully people will come the thing I want with this ad keep it short don't want to waste a bunch of people's time yeah we can't just keep saying the same thing over and over we got to just bang 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 and get out and get done are you, you gonna place this at the start of the show yes then we haven't, haven't gonna... even done the intro yet it's not even done that hello welcome to wiki review like that's still to come yeah the people might think this is the wrong thing or maybe we've uploaded loaded the wrong wrong like is this wiki review (laughs) is this wiki review what's going on so it's just got to be quick to the point so they get it and then we start yeah 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 so then we can just get down and talk about Mario that works for me let's go here's the ad come see the stand-up comedy show at the Coronation Hotel 8pm on the 23rd of September be there That's right, we've got Ting We've got Peter Booth We've got MJ Wong We've got Nick Carr We've got Adam Nico. So many great acts Such a great venue Be there Saturday, Saturday, Saturday 23rd of September Down at the West Ipswich Coronation Hotel Was that concise enough? Yeah, I think that was short and concise enough I think we're done Let's just play the episode now Okay, cool That's fine by me Wikipedia.org is a massive site With over 5,275,000 articles in English alone Whoa, that's a lot. Many people can tell you the accuracy of this knowledge, but Ben Graw, this is the Ben voice. And Garth Remington, this is the Garth voice are not even smart enough to determine what is true and what is not. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. If knowledge starts conversation, then they will review Wikipedia pages for their entertainment value and find which pages are boring... That's boring. Leave me alone. Such a loser. ...and which are interesting. That's so interesting. Wanna have sex? They're doing one page at a time, and they're not stopping till they've done every single one. They're going to do all of them? This is the wiki review yeah i think they're all called dragon something that exists that's a thing Cool, I just did that. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. It's me, Ben Graw. And I'm a god of Eddington. I'm a gonna win. <laughs> and this week we are taking a walk through the Mushroom Kingdom and doing Mario. Bling, bling. I can keep doing this as long as you want. You just, <laughs> just let me know when to stop. Has that appeared in any Mario game? Could have done that... Or... <laughs> <laughs> the coins The coins Bing. Yeah that was the original song was <laughs> the that I'm thinking version of the Mario? Isn't it <laughs> Alright you've you just pointed out How bad I am with rhythm Yeah Ali tells me this all the time I have no rhythm I can't do beats Because and- was that the Mario theme You were doing I'm like what song is this? <laughs> now thinking about it Maybe it's more Tetris That I was doing <laughs> 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 That's probably not even Tetris I, I don't know where I get these songs from. That's my public domain, Mario. They can't sue me for that. But yeah, the old school Mario theme is probably one of the best video game-based themes ever. It's the most recognizable. Well, not in this case. (laughs) Not when you do it, no. Not when I do it, but it's one of the first big-time game songs. Very recognizable. Still a ringtone. I think I have it as one of my ringtones. I do that thing where, you know, you can personalize ringtones for different people so I know who's calling me ahead of time. Please tell me the ringtones for a person called Mario. (laughs) It's actually for my brother, Matt, because I remember he was... Was a big fan of Mario. Oh, that's cool. Technically, he should be Luigi. Whenever we would play the games as kids, because I was the eldest, I yeah. was always Mario. You he was always be. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this, but Luigi, it says here, is Mario's younger brother, yeah. which makes sense, I guess, but because he's taller and thinner and I suppose that, that is common amongst brothers. Mm. I grew up, my older brother was bigger than me. My little brother is shorter than me. So I just figured <laughs> like it just goes in height order from mm. birth. That's probably not very genetically or scientifically accurate, but that's yeah. what I figured. Well, that's how you always figure the eldest is the tallest then the middle child is the second and then the youngest is the shortest. You just get shorter and shorter. It's like babushka dolls. We just keep stacking. <laughs> it's only until you grow up and become adults that you start realising oh he's actually taller than me. But because you grew up with them they'll always be smaller than you. I had a friend in high school he was a tall guy always taller than me but he was really skinny like a skeleton type dude. After school he bulked out. Mainly fat but he had muscle too like he quadrupled in weight and he was bigger than me heavier than me and he He still was so scared of me Like (laughs) I could beat him up And I'm like Dude you could crush me (laughs) You're just so timid for no reason It's only because we spent years and years Of me being able to beat him up And it's the same with your little brother Even if he was taller than you You'd still be like No you're smaller than me Now that I'm thinking about it I don't know if my little brother Is taller than me or not I can't tell Because in my head He's still a kid. I think I'm a touch taller than my little brother but there's not a big height difference between us mm. these days. Yeah we're all about even now. Well that's what happens when you reach a certain age. But in the start of Mario when the first game originally Luigi was just a green Mario. It was exactly the same shape it was just a different color because when they started back in those days they used the primary colors most of the time. Red green and is it blue is the other one? Actually I don't think those are primaries. Well not all of them. Red, uh, blue and yellow primary colours. Red, yellow, blue, yeah, because green is made from, I believe, red and blue? Because I think it was to do with the fact oh. that the background was blue, so they, they wanted two colours that would stand out. Well, there's only three primary colours, and if you've used one of them as the background, clearly we know what the second guy is gonna be coloured. Well, they didn't use yellow a lot. Did they use yellow in Mario games a lot? Yellow's a pretty disgusting colour, isn't it? Because the bad guys were kind of like a brownie colour. The original, original, Mario was kind of orange. They didn't mm. really have a red. It only became red later when it was more of a Nintendo game, less of than arcade game the original Mario he wasn't even called Mario he was um, Jumpman Jumpman yes and that's not the name they gave him That just became what everyone called him Because he had no name There's a monkey throwing barrels As they do And there's this guy Who gets a sledgehammer And then he can break the barrels And somehow someone went You know what This guy's a plumber <laughs> Well he was a carpenter in the first game Was he? Well that would explain the hammer wouldn't it? He only became a plumber in the second game When they made his own solo game Super Mario Brothers Because they wanted him to go down pipes And stuff mm-hmm. like that So like now he's a plumber <laughs> We're trying to get away from the whole Jesus vibe He's. Yeah. I do like that it's a Japanese person going, well, he's Italian, so clearly he's a subcontractor. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of tradesman is he? Well, he's actually also a villain in the Donkey Kong Jr. games. Really? Because when they did, they. Really? Yeah, because they had Donkey Kong where you were Mario trying to save the princess. And so with the sequel for this, they wanted to do something different where you were Donkey Kong Jr. and you played as Donkey Kong Jr. and Donkey Kong had been captured by Mario. Because that was the first time he ditched his carpenter job. And he actually became like a circus trainer who was trying to get donkey kong for his circus <laughs> to throw barrels through hoops or something for profit <laughs> when that didn't work out he went stuff it'll be a plumber man of many trades good on him but he doesn't really do much plumbing yeah it's not very normal for a plumber to go down a sewer pipe is it i mean that's more a council job <laughs> go through storm drains and stuff yeah a plumber goes i'll fix this from the outside although i have seen a plumber step on mushrooms did he get bigger no but um some coins popped out <laughs> and he you go And I've seen a few plumbers Headbutt some things And stuff fall out Mainly plasterboard I have heard something That I don't know If it's true or not That originally The game Donkey Kong In Japanese Was Monkey Kong Oh It's a translation issue Yeah And it got translated wrong And then yeah, it, it was just... meant to be Monkey Kong And only after They released it Did someone go Oh by the way Donkey's the wrong animal But they'd already Released it And it was already A huge success Everyone went Fine he's Donkey Kong Whatever And no one said Anything <laughs> after that Donkey is a weird name For or a gorilla. And is he a gorilla? Yeah he'd have to be a gorilla. He's not know, an orangutan. He's not colored like a gorilla. Well yeah he's not black like a regular gorilla. But well, He's definitely an ape. Oh there's spider monkeys. <laughs> spider monkeys are hilarious. They climb on things uh, Diddy- and jerk off a lot. I know Diddy Kong is a. Yeah he's a Like Apparently his nephew. Why don't tell me who Diddy Kong was. I want Donkey Kong. Yeah he's a gorilla. A western lowland gorilla. There you go. Because his color doesn't look like a uh what's a western lowland because are they colored like donkey kong oh there's a little bit of brown on them so they're not as they're black as the other ones western lowland gorilla oh and that's a male silverback so maybe that's what gorillas are do they hang out with spider monkeys though i doubt it i don't think the spider monkey hangs out for long how cool would that be if there was one of these western lowland gorillas that hung out with a spider monkey yes with a backwards cap on it yeah <laughs> and they're just constantly going around picking up bananas uh that'd be the life i'd like to see a gorilla with a spider monkey on its shoulder like that's its pet and he says, whispers in its ear. So do Donkey Kong and Mario still hate each other? Because they never really together in games since then and in the games that they are together in. Always fighting. Always fighting. Like you have Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. That's the only times they rock up together and they fight each other the whole time. Like when you said that Mario was the villain, who's normally the villain in Donkey Kong? I'm not as familiar with Donkey Kong as I am with Mario. Are you talking about the Donkey Kong Country series that came out afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Because that was King K. Rule. Is that who the bad guy was called? That was the bad guy's name, yeah. I've never heard of him. King Rule. There was another one, I think, in the second one because you had Diddy Kong's Quest or Diddy's Conquest. That <laughs> was always a confusing name because it was a lot of people think it's called Diddy Kong's Quest, but it's, but it's Diddy's Conquest. Yeah. It merges the Kong into the world and it really yes. messes with people. And then you had the third one in the series was Double Trouble or something like that. Was it like both of them or something? No, because in the first one, you're Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. In the second one, you're Diddy Kong and trying this to get girl called Dinksy Kong. Okay. She has hair and you can hover with it. It's Diddy Kong's girlfriend. Oh, she like tails from Sonic. Like she can yeah, fly. Yeah, pretty good equivalent. Okay. Similar to Tails. So that was the second game. You're trying to rescue Donkey Kong. But in the third game, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong have been kidnapped. And now you're Dinksy Kong and her little baby sister or something, who's actually like this massive behemoth sort of thing. So as we go through the... First, you're this guy trying to save the day. And then the next one, he's captured, so there's another guy. And then the next one, that guy got captured, so there's another one. It's just, they keep getting caught. You need to complete these games, people. Get them free, otherwise this is going to keep happening. Well, in the first one, when you're Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, you're trying to save a banana horde. Oh, okay. Which is fair enough. Because you need your banana horde. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what else is there? You took the time to collect them and in the game Donkey Kong the original one it wasn't actually the Princess Peach who you have in the games now that's not who Mario was trying to say a princess called Daisy yes yes I remember reading that they say the name Daisy and you go I thought it was Princess. when did she become Princess Peach I bet it's when she got a car and had to drive it she did go through a few incarnations though she was Princess Toadstool for a while yes which I think now there is a toadstool. There is an actual toadstool. Like, you yeah, know, the, the mushroom? Yeah. I think he's just called Toad. First appeared you could play him in Mario 2. Oh my God. If she stayed as Daisy the whole time, then in Mario Kart, you would be driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> well Daisy does actually appear in the Mario Kart series Really? Yeah like, They've actually got Princess to, Daisy back Yeah As next to Princess Peach as well Like they're two separate people Yeah they're two separate people Actually no It wasn't Daisy in the Donkey Kong one That was in the Mario Game Boy ones It was Pauline Pauline was the chick that you saved And that's what she looked like That's probably why she kept getting caught Because there's this woman Pauline And she doesn't like all these strange foreigners Coming into her country Doesn't she look beautiful? Look how Mario's looking at her He's looking at her groin See He's looking down Like there's the vagina Well in these games He couldn't get mushrooms And get bigger So you think she's looking At him going like I don't like dudes Who are shorter than me You know if you were Tripping balls on shrooms Maybe mm. I, you'd be a little Bigger in my book That's why he went To the mushroom kingdom So he could discover How to be taller <laughs> If I'm ever gonna get Laid by a princess I believe that is Every Italian's dream To eat some mushrooms Grow in size And then have sex With a princess Cause it's not even A flattering way How they describe him On the page here Where it says He's depicted As a short pudgy Italian player Plumber. <laughs> pudgy. Specifically pudgy. And Which sh- he's able to do a lot of running and jumping for someone in his shape. He may be pudgy, but he's, you know, he's dexterous. If you do that triple jump with him, he usually does a flip or something. I can't mm. do that. And I mean, he can fly if you get him in that squirrel suit, the raccoon suit. Yeah, the raccoon suit. Which all you need is a leaf, apparently. Uh, what Mario games did you play growing up? Mainly on the Game Boy, as I remember, and on the original Nintendo. That was where I first started. Did you ever have that Mario All-Stars? No. I was more a Mega Drive guy, more a Sega person which hey uh-huh. didn't that work out great Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we do Sonic you'll be right on it did you know there is actually a Sonic TV show I was amazed does Sonic still exist where is he what's he doing Sonic had a TV show for like ages like there was one in the 90s yeah 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 prepare to have your head explode on this one okay I'm wearing the, my helmet the guy who voiced Sonic was Urkel <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, let me just put my head back together. (laughs) Family Matters, I think. Yeah, Family Matters. Yeah, Urkel. He was the guy who did the voice of Sonic. Now we have to ask, at any point, did Sonic turn around and go, Did I do that? (laughs) <laughs> yes I think it was his way of trying to get away from it yeah I'm trying to be the cool guy because Sonic's cool man yeah he was always a cool guy that was a big thing that people went you know he's actually really cool in real life but, of course he is he's a TV star you'd imagine he wouldn't just walk around like a dork do you know who the bad guy is in Sonic yeah Dr. Robotnik man. they actually call him Eggman now he's had a name change Robotnik isn't in there they sometimes call him Robotnik the Eggman but mostly he goes by Eggman wow this shows how dated I am if you would ask any Kid who plays The modern Sonic games Who's the bad guy They go Eggman You kids And your damn New technology But I always think Of him as Robotnik Yeah he's Robotnik I understand he always Had eggs Yeah And he was an egg guy And And he was sort of Egg shaped Yeah he was very eggy He was always egging on He looked like a descendant Of Humpty Dumpty He did yeah Humpty Dumpty with a mustache (laughs) But yeah Dr. Robotnik Well he made robots That was the point He'd find little fluffy animals And he'd put them In a robot For some reason Not that I think It fueled it or anything They always seemed fine When they came out of them (laughs) The game Sonic was actually inspired Of watching people do speedruns of Mario Because the game of Sonic is designed To be as fast as possible To see how quickly you can get From one side of the stage to the other And that was the thing with Mario Because back in the day you couldn't save So people would want to jam through The first couple of levels So they would just have to do that run So I remember when I was very little Staying over at a mate's house We played Mario all night And then we had to go to bed Because we're young And you couldn't save it So you just leave it on overnight Nintendos don't like being left on for 12 hours But then we got up in the morning And he finished the whole game I've never seen anyone complete it before that I've never completed the whole thing Have you ever made it to the end? I've made it to the end But I had Super Mario All-Stars Being released on the Super Nintendo And that's where you got Mario 1, 2, 3 And Lost Levels And you could actually save Yes, so you can come back to it If you remember the first Mario Brothers Once you get past that first bit And you go down into the underground world If you get to the end You can go jump up And go run along the top of the stage And there's those three warp pipes there Yes that lead you to like world 3, 4 or 5 they were actually put in there to help because you couldn't save so the idea was that if you had got up to like world 4 and then you had to turn it off when you came back you just got to get through that first bit jumper on the top and you can continue at world 4 where you were I completed Sonic but only because I knew a cheat. <laughs> I forget how you do it you know left right up down blah 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 and then it changes the level and you didn't get to choose what level you just do it enough times until you're in the final stage fighting Ro- Dr. Robotnik <laughs> and then I won that counts and that's a speed run <laughs> Do you know the villain in Mario? Uh, Bowser. Yeah. Is it was it? Always I think Bowser? it's Bowser these days. I think there was Cooper as well. King yeah. Cooper when yeah. I was a kid, and then later Which, it became Bowser. It's the same. It's just that dragon thing. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the, the same thing. He's either King Cooper, Cooper, or Bowser. or Bowser. Usually, when you say Cooper, they think of like the little Cooper Troopers, the turtles. Is that what they were called? I just turtles, green shells, red shells. Yeah, they're the Cooper Troopers. Ah, and hence how they got the name. That makes sense now. And then you have those little brown things that you can jump on. They're called Goombas. I didn't. I realized that I called Cooper's My older brother, he got a dog. He called it Bowser. He just had a kid he called the kid Cooper. Uh, I'm going to question him about Mario. Look, we are a Mega Drive Sega family. <laughs> <laughs> You're a disgrace. You take your Nintendo attitude and you just right off. <laughs> Brief list of the game. They got Mario Kart. Did you ever play any of the Mario Kart? Oh, yes, I played the Mario Kart. Which Mario Kart was your jam? How many are there? Because it would have been the first one, I assume. Well, there was the Super Nintendo. Every console 64. has had its own. 64. 64 that's the one. 64 was quite a good one. That was. I didn't mind the Wii one that they had. That was a pretty good one. I played that a bit but Super Nintendo one will always be the. Yeah you're shining that was your first. Yeah that was my first. The first time I discovered the Mario Kart series. You popped your Mario Kart cherry. (laughs) Yeah I was a big Super Nintendo kid. Super Nintendo probably had the biggest influence on my childhood. (laughs) Then probably 64 then PlayStation. Mega Drive, PlayStation and now I'm on an Xbox. I've been converted and converted again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Mario Kart Super Smash Brothers Super Smash Brothers yeah. That was an interesting one That's one of the few games Generally speaking I've noticed Girls don't like Fighting games Like Street Fighter Actually there have been A few girls I've known Usually Asian girls Who are really good at Tekken Like unbelievably good You really feel stupid Fighting them Because they know Everything about the game But generally speaking Fighting games Not very popular amongst girls But Super Smash Brothers I have known so many girls Who don't play Any video games Except Super Smash Brothers But the only one I've played it had Pikachu in it they all have Pikachu in them oh then I've okay then I've played it (laughs) I'm trying to think of like I've only played one version of it it probably would have been 64 yeah 64 was when it originally came out I remember when I first saw a demo for it the fight that two people were doing was Jigglypuff versus Pikachu yes and the first thing I thought is like holy shit they've made like a really cool Pokemon fighting game (laughs) and I assumed when you went back to the menu it would just have a list of all All the the Pokemon Pokemon. and it would have been like oh this would be kick ass. no it turned out It was all Mario characters It was just those two Which is weird For a very family-friendly company They're always trying to kill each other And hurt each other But they do it in a very cute way It's kind of like Bugs Bunny Exactly It's okay Because the hunter always gets hurt Did you ever play like the RPGs The role-playing games? No That's the one I didn't do in the series You know what a role-playing game is? Like Final Fantasy or Pokemon? Yeah like you're him Do you develop the character? That kind of thing? Like you you level up or something? Yeah you'd level up And you get different attacks And stuff you can do Okay They kind of made him Zelda Yeah a little bit Except that, you know, those turn-based battle games. Oh, it was like a turn-based thing. It wasn't live feed. No, not really. It's where you basically, it like flashes and then you go into like this battle mode and then you have like four moves you can select and you select one and then they fight. Okay, kind of like Pokemon. Exactly like Pokemon, book, yeah. yeah. That's how the battling was done. They also do that in Final Fantasy. Yes. Now, Final Fantasy, the question is, what number is your Final Fantasy? Or did I've you do I've never played Final Fantasy. For me, number seven. I completed it. I'm never doing another one. I'm not committing to that again, but I'll always remember that. Chocobobs. The only RPG game that I've really gotten involved in is Pokemon. I played Pokemon Red and Blue and then I was done. Once I collected all 150, I don't even acknowledge the existence of any more. <laughs> I've collected them all. I collected them all, stop making more, I'm done. That's right. When I collected them, that was all of them. <laughs> I don't have to come out of retirement. This isn't boxing where you were undefeated champion and then a new guy came along so you have to come out of retirement to catch him. I was never really into those RPG games apart from that. Even now I still avoid them. They seem tedious. I don't like that turn based battle system. Yeah, it's a bit different, isn't it? I'd prefer to just fight like in Mortal Kombat or Tekken. I don't mind the turn-based thing because the way I play things, I like to be able to stop at any time and come back and yet mm-hmm. have time to think about it. I'm not good at coordinating my fingers for the buttons to do the cool moves. Mario's Time Machine. Did you ever play I've never that? even heard of that. I had this game. It was a horrible horrible game that we couldn't even figure out how to play all we figured out how to do was we'd get into it and go to this level where we'd be surfing and you could collect mushrooms but there was no end to it just it keep- just perpetually kept surfing and mushrooms kept going and you could collect them but there was no end to the level so there's no reason you don't know why it's called time machine we couldn't figure out how to do anything <laughs> all you did. and was so surf- we gave up on the game quite quickly <laughs> ironically now you could google it <clears throat> and mario teaches typing i bet that was fun oh yeah, I bet that was a, a hot selling game. Well, that's the thing too, because Mario is their mascot, as they say. He's in everything. Any game they release, like they have the Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. It's just golf. It's just tennis, but they need Mario to do it. Yeah, and then they have Mario Party series. Yeah, which is just all mini games, isn't it? Yeah, just games that weren't good enough to be their own games, So they just jammed a heap of them into one. <laughs> which is funny because they also released carnival games and things like that. You got that demo one with the Wii, whereas they yeah, actually could play golf. The Wii Golf, is funny because when you first get it you stand up there properly like you're <laughs> yes. having a golf swing you line it up and then you swing but then after you've been playing it for a while you're just sitting on the couch and you figured out how to replicate that by yes. just swinging your arm normally <laughs> I figured out that because it's that system of power of one two three four if you have your arm completely outstretched when you're sitting and you do it like you're um, fly fishing yeah that's a four if you do it just from the elbow that's a three if you do it from the wrist that's a two and you just move it a little bit for a one and bowling I figured If you turn the remote around and then flick your wrist, it does the perfect bowl every time. (laughs) You just got to hold it upside down. And I love that because Wii was brought out, oh, it's going to be good for the, everyone complains, kids get fat playing video games. So they're going to be active in this. They're going to stand up. They're going to play games. What did it take you? Like 10 minutes to figure out you could sit down and do it. (laughs) On the Wii Sports, I can do all of them from a sitting position. (laughs) I figured out my technique. When I first got it, we'd all sit there, take it in turns and get up and bowl properly and stuff like that. People would go in with the walk and everything just to (laughs) line themselves up <laughs> it's like, no, you can just sit there and go, flick. All right, so let's talk about the first appearance. He first appeared in 1981. So Mario is older than us. That makes sense, but to me, I didn't think he was. So Donkey Kong came out in 1981 then. And that was the original, not the new Donkey Kong, the guy who threw the barrels. And And then Jumpman had to go over him because he kidnapped Jumpman's girlfriend. That's what it was, wasn't it? There was a girl next to the monkey. Yeah, called Paulina. And it was a good game. It taught everyone, don't give barrels to monkeys, especially if they're at the top of like a bunch of stairs. It is a valuable life lesson. It's true. I've never seen someone have a good moment after giving a monkey a barrel. Although I have seen people have a good time when they get barrels of monkeys. They have after that. He did the first monkey... Mario game which is not the one that you would be thinking of it was actually a battle style game like Mortal Combat or no you have Mario and Luigi and you're in a level where bad guys are coming out and you've got to kill them without getting killed and if you kill them you get a coin and the first one to five coins wins or the person who survives the longest okay so you're both fighting at the same time it's whoever kills the most first really yeah I've never heard of that they brought it back in Mario 3 they put it in as a bonus game that you can play so it's It's actually a fun little battle mode of just trying to run around and survive as mario that survival mode thing thing. yeah that's cool i just read here it says that everyone says he's an italian plumber but here it is he's a italian american plumber and he has to defeat creatures that have been coming from the sewers below new york city so i think they just sort of went well the market's in america well that was in the earlier games he was an Italian-American who is living in New York, which if he's in the Mushroom Kingdom, are you an Italian-American? Yeah, you're an Italian Mushroom Kingdom. If you're an African-American and you decide to move out to Australia, like, are you no longer an African-American or are you an African-Australian now? African-American-Australian. So that's too confusing. <laughs> you can't have three things. Well, no, he becomes an American-Australian, doesn't he? The African would get cut off. True. What's more, that he's African or that he's American? If you come over here and you have an American accent, you're a Yank. I don't care what you look like. If you... you... You come up to me, hey, what's happening, man? You're American. That's the end of the story. I don't care what you look like. I'm not racist. I'm a nationalist. I hate you because you're the country you're from Not what you look like That was the weirdest thing about being in America Where it does make racism make no sense Because blindfolded I couldn't tell you if I was talking to a black guy or a white guy They all act exactly the same It's like you act like Americans Like to an outsider It doesn't even look like there's a difference You're lucky you're colour coded So you know who to be racist to It's like that old thing with I'm just saying you put a Jew and a Muslim next to each other I can't tell the difference <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say that to anyone <laughs> Well who's involved. <laughs> Because I wonder, would he be Italian American, or would he be an Italian Mushroom Kingdom? And then because technically, what I was just saying, he'd be an American Mushroom Kingdom. The Italian Kingdomite. What's that? Kingdomite. Kingdomite. King. Kingdominion. King Condominion. I oh, don't know. Mushroomian. That's probably why he just sticks with Italian American. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to say that. Trust me, the translation from Japanese to English way too much for them to handle. I feel like, why would you want to be an Italian American? You just probably want to stick with Italian because the world likes Italians more than it likes Americans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're trying to play it down. That's what we put Italian first. I'm an Italian- American. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly Italian. I love my heritage. <laughs> so are Italians stereotypically good at saving princesses? Are there Italian princesses? I don't think they have a king. Well, not since Mussolini, that's for sure. Well, technically, if they did have a princess ever, then they're not good at saving them because they don't have them anymore. <laughs> so they didn't do too well. Or maybe that's why he goes out of his way to save princesses because they're like, you know, they learnt from their Italian heritage mistakes. Hey, here's a question that I'd never- Like, with Sonic, you get a 100 rings, you get a new life. Did the coins ever do anything for do you get new lives if you get enough of them yeah if you get a hundred you get a life ah shows how well i did at that game (laughs) (laughs) you can get a hundred coins there's a hundred coins in the game (laughs) In most platformers, if you're collecting something, when you get a hundred, just expect to get a life. Even in Donkey Kong, when you got a hundred bananas, you'd get a life. The only one I think that breaks this rule is Bubsy the Bobcat. I've never heard of that game. Never heard of Bubsy. Bubsy the Bobcat. That sounds like a failed serial cartoon character. It's like some horrible oats and sultanas put together. This is our little character that's going to sell it. Doesn't he sound cool? It won't last. And clearly it didn't. (laughs) See, it's really annoying because if I show you it now you'd just be like no this kind of looks crap but if you grew up with it you'd be like this is the best thing ever it's, it's like if you're not on board by now you will never be on board with Bubsy the Bobcat it's like if you show kids and even to a lesser extent ask Pong and people go so what is it well it's the paddles and you gotta make sure that you get the ball and you people found that entertaining it was a simpler time <laughs> it was <laughs> I remember having a version of that game where the ball moved really slow to the point that you could just play for ages and I think one thing at the game is the balls meant to get faster as you go. Yes. It didn't in this one. So it was, just, it was just continuous. And I remember my brother and I would just end up playing for ages and usually get bored before someone scored a point because it's <laughs> going it's just, so slow. It's too hard. That really when you let someone score a point, it's because you screwed up. Because you fell asleep or because you knocked the control out of their hand. Because <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember in Pong, the trick is you always got to get it on the edge. You got to be just perfect with your lining up because then it'll go really fast and really angled. Now you have to show me this Bobcat game. I, I want to be disappointed by this. Okay. Yeah, that's it. What's he collecting? Yarn. <laughs> apparently those aliens sold a bunch of his yarn balls. And because he's a bobcat, and apparently cats like yarn. So therefore bobcats really like yarn. But and it does break the rule that when you get a hundred of these, you don't necessarily get anything. Is it's there a point of collecting them? Points at the end. Because a- you've noticed the score is a bit more prominent than it is on other games. Yeah, but it's not actually mm-hmm. important. It's like playing Frogger and games like that where you just got to keep going and you, know, you get the highest score possible. Possible. The object isn't to complete it. It's to do better than everyone else who played the arcade machine. So you can put your initials on it. Or, you know, write poop. On uh, these things, you could go down these logs that were like water slides. Yeah, very sonic. That was a nice little gimmick that they had in there. And you had a glide feature as well where you could glide a little. Like as you're falling. Yeah, you <laughs> see him <laughs> gliding there. It is more a controlled fall in this. You can't glide too far. See, just like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's flying along with his arms out, Kind of supermaning, but falling at the same time. So this was actually an insanely fun game back in the... <laughs> Simpler times. It simpler was much simpler times. <laughs> <laughs> and what are these things he keeps killing? Uh, they're aliens. That's an alien. You see, he got to the end there. And he looks like Sonic when he does it. It tells him he got 227 yarn bolts. And so now that's Bubsy. No wonder I never played it. But at the time, probably would have been one of my favorite games if I did. I don't know. There's at least got to be somebody listening. It's like, ah, oh, Bubsy was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure there are a couple of people out there. Was it a Nintendo game? Yes, it was Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Did you ever play Super Mario Brothers 2? Was that the one where he dressed up like a raccoon with the leaves? No. No. This was a weird one where it was very different to the other games. Instead of jumping on them to kill them, you could pick them up. Ah. Um, okay. Uh, so we've got that theme. That's iconic in this series. Oh, okay, so I this looks familiar because yeah, there's lots of little um you have with masks on. Because you do have at the start, you're able to pick your characters. And which characters can you pick? Luigi, Mario, Princess, or Toad. He got- jumps on it, he picks up the egg and he throws it at that. And it's not Yoshi, but it's a very Yoshi-like thing. Yeah, that just shoots eggs. And then you walk into an eagle's mouth, which if that came up to me and I saw an eagle's mouth, I would walk into it the but- slot machines yes because it's a Japanese game and gambling must be encouraged amongst children <laughs> so this was Mario 2 okay trying to hope that after the slot machines they show you the character selection thing okay, well you can see some of the characters there. there's Luigi there's the Toad stool thing there's Mario and there's the princess I love how in the slot machines even when the combination makes no sense sometimes you just win a life yeah, you and got- you're just like okay I have no idea what this system is based on see why do you get a life for a cherry a shooty thing and a star see there's the character You can choose any of these Ah. characters at any point. Yeah, there's the four of them. There was a game that was released in Japan called Doki Doki Challenge because Mario 2 in Japan is actually a game very similar to Mario 1. Okay, so they had a different version. And Doki Doki Challenge looks like this. It's exactly the same except you're not Mario. It's exactly the game. You see, you've even got slot machines. And this time you got three cherries and it gave you nothing. (laughs) So it's exactly the same game down to a T down to the same controllers except you have a selection of four other characters who have exactly the same abilities. And the bad guys are exactly the same. The bad guys are because they're not traditional Mario bad guys in this yeah oh he got a lamp and went to another world and so instead of getting like a big heart to get an extra life they just changed that to a mushroom so they just made exactly this game changed a couple of the characters because this is why Mario was actually weird why there are different bad guys than you've ever seen and there's a different way you kill them and everything all because it was not actually originally a Mario game so basically Mario what did they do did they copy it did they steal it or was it their game originally and then they went let's just make this Mario because Mario is like the brand well mario 2 in japan was like mario 1 but much harder and they thought that it would be too hard for western audiences (laughs) (laughs) so they found this other game that the publishers had called doki doki panic and decided to just go well can we turn that into mario 2 and they went yeah i guess we can do that so the makers of that game just changed it because it was made by the same people okay that makes sense so basically they released mario 2 and doki doki but they released them differently in japan to everywhere else what i want to know is is it just japan or is it all of Asia? Because this is them basically critiquing saying well they're not like us when it comes to video games it's a real sport here. Yeah they got their big white thumbs they're uncoordinated they don't focus like we do they don't take it seriously they think it's a game. (laughs) (laughs) How far is that stretch? Because I mean at the moment if you ever have played an online game with a community you know that South Korea owns. If there's South Koreans in it just leave because you're not going to enjoy yourself you're going to feel like a real idiot. So I wonder if like when they released it they were like well clearly we've got to Send Doki Doki to South Korea, right? And China, if they were allowed to have it. Like, I want to know the border of where... like did they, did they pick up a map and sort of draw a circle of like, okay, this is where it's okay, and the rest of it is where all the idiots are? Or were they just racist? Like, well, are you white? Here, have this one. <laughs> Siri Round Eye. I think the most like challenging game in South Korea would be making it from one end to the other of North Korea. <laughs> but no, then they had Mario 3. That's probably the most iconic one where you get the raccoon suit, ah, the tanuki suit. That's what it's called, frog like. suit. So what's the tanuki suit? Well, the difference between the tanuki suit and the raccoon suit was where you see him fully clothed in it. Yep. That's the tanuki suit. When he's just got a tail and ears, that's the raccoon suit. Ah, they have the exact same powers. They can still fly? So it's the exact but, and it's in the same game? It's in the same game. The tanuki suit's way rarer though. It's one of those like, look, I found the suit that no one else knows. It's okay. like, you know when you get character clothes does nothing to help you, but you get to go look. I found the thing. Did you find the thing? <laughs> they really understand how video gamers work rewards with no actual benefit. But they had a lot more use of items in Mario 3. They picked it up, didn't they? Because there was the leaf, and originally he had the flower power. Did you could get the flower in? So that was still a thing? Yeah, they still kept the flower going. In Mario 3, they just added to it. They don't think they took anything away. But once you get the raccoon suit, you can't keep the flower power, can you? No, you can have one power up or the other, and that's it. And then when they went into Mario World they completely got rid of the raccoon suit and replaced it with a cape oh, which okay. you got by getting a feather that makes just as much sense as the leaf so you know fair enough <laughs> <laughs> But the cave If you got enough speed You could sort of like Hover for ages with it It sort of had this Wave system where You had to dive down swoop speed Swoop back up Like a hand glider Yeah And just keep doing that And the more you could Maintain that The further you could go Okay so technically You could stay in the air Forever kind of thing Well or using make... that system Of like going up and down You'll eventually get Lower and lower and lower And eventually hit the ground But you can sort of Yeah pan it out I know that in Mario 3 They had the P wing It just had the picture Of a wing with a P on it And when you used it You had a raccoon suit but you could permanently fly with it so you could just fly up to the top and, and just go all the way across the level and then drop and drop and you would done did you ever play Alex the kid yes now I loved Alex the kid we all know you go and you buy the helicopter thing you go up you go across and then you slowly come down don't land because you lose your helicopter and shoot the guy and that's every level done I remember with the rocks as paper thing too you'd sometimes it's played that in the game yes I remember that and I remember the order for the first guy he did did the exact same thing each time, unless you fucked it up. Then it went completely random. Mm. So you could win every time, provided you just knew what to do. Yes. But if you made one mistake on it, yes. then it changes and just be up to luck whether you win or not. For me, Alex the kid, I originally got it from Singapore, so it wasn't in English. Ha. Huh. So question: When they did rock paper scissors, did they say Rochambeau or do they say rock paper scissors? I don't remember. Because that's the only language in it, and I thought that was Singaporeese or something. I don't know what they speak in Singapore. Isn't Rochambeau the game? in South Park where you get to kick each other in the nuts that's what they call it but I think Rochambeau is actually rock paper scissors in another language or originally I don't actually know it's just a name you give to a game because if went... someone comes up to me and says do you want to play Rochambeau my no. answer is no yeah you don't <laughs> or can I go first yes if someone says do you want to play Rochambeau just kick him in the balls I meant rock paper scissors oh well got you right in the rocks <laughs> Because the trick is then Is you kick them in the balls And then instantly surrender <laughs> What's You the... just kick them in the balls And go Oh I give up You win Congratulations What's the old joke Two guys were hunting One shot a really good pheasant One shot a crow And they were arguing Over who should get him. Someone's like Alright we'll play Rochambeau What it means is you know, I kick you in the nuts As hard as I can And if you don't move Then you get to kick me And we go back and forth Until it fall over And the guy goes Okay So then you kick him In the nuts as hard as you can And then they go Argh! Okay my turn <laughs> I don't want the pheasant <laughs> <laughs> You can keep your stupid bird play it in Singaporeese there was a necklace that you get I have no idea to this day what that necklace did in Alex the Kid <laughs> you just got it I could figure out how to work the little helicopter I figured out like you know all the other little bits you get this necklace it could have done something amazing I don't know to me it was just a thing you could win and I had to figure out because you know like it says you know do you want to play yes or no I figured out that's what it said because it was in a different language I knew that if I clicked this I'd disappear if I went up and clicked that then I'd play Rochambeau so what other Mario characters that you know? often remember yeah well there's obviously Mario Luigi the mushroom thing cause there's a bunch of other ones like Wario I don't know yeah. where the hell he came from but he turned up in Mario Kart oh, there we go we have like the top couple here okay and I can see there's like a skinny purple hatted Mario yeah that's Waluigi Waluigi oh so he's like he's Wario's uh, he's Luigi, Luigi version of Wario essentially <laughs> which um, wouldn't it be interesting if you say you and your brother are hanging out and you see these two versions of you that just have sinister moustaches <laughs> I think we found Bizarro (laughs) and then you find out that you're actually the evil couple (laughs) That wouldn't be that surprising. Uh, No, no, those guys give to charity. What are you talking about? (laughs) They do exclusively non-for-profit organization work. What do you do? I do a podcast. Yeah, that's kind of evil. Even though they don't appear in the Mario games, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong do tend to get a shout out in their universe. Donkey Kong's in Mario Kart, so I count that as being a part of it. Yoshi, because Yoshi had his own game and everything, didn't he? He had Yoshi Island, which Mm is probably one of the best platformer games of that era. (laughs) Really well put together game. It It doesn't get as much credit as it should, donkey kong country gets credit for being one of the best but the art style in yoshi's island yeah. awesome and it just plays so well still probably one of my favorite games actually in that series oh, originally though yoshi showed up <laughs> in mario didn't he mario world was his first game and he was ridden by mario yeah you could ride him around he-, he gets known these days for there were certain bits in mario where you could use yoshi to jump higher where what you'd do is you jump halfway across and then you jump off Yoshi. Yes, so Yoshi yeah. plummets to his death, but you make the jump. <laughs> <laughs> and what is Yoshi? He's a dinosaur. A dinosaur who can hold an egg in his mouth and an Italian on his back. And no, he lays eggs. Does he? In his ma- he puts he stuff eats in his mouth. stuff in his mouth and then he lays an egg. Oh! But he seems to be male. Yeah. So I don't know how that works. It's basically like laying eggs is his version of pooing. See, well, because yeah, he ate. It's not like we saw him have sex and then drop an egg out. And then sometimes... He he eats what's in the egg interesting so, <laughs> so it's it essentially he eats his own feces because i think that eggs are his feces which as painful as it would be at least all the craps inside the shell so like toilets wouldn't stink anymore the toilet would have to be redesigned to flush eggs but mm. i think that'd be nice if we could work on that but if he eats the egg either he's eating his young or he's eating his own poo anyone out there don't eat your own eggs there's never a good reason and i've noticed yoshi's arms tend to vary in size Cause yeah, right here, he's got fists But generally he doesn't does he He has these little like stumps No like, I think he normally has normal size arms I thought he had these little like They were supposed to like T-Rex sort of thing Yeah like failed wings Little nubs No it does depend on the artist in the game But I think they're never too small They always wanted him to grab things with his mouth Not his hands He definitely does use his mouth a lot more Than he uses his hands yeah. So what are your thoughts on Luigi Cause I always see you as the podcast's Luigi I was thinking about this Like possibly yes But you're <laughs> younger You're taller And I'm more stout Who's really the Luigi dude And I, that was an insult to me <laughs> I, I just realised You're taller I'm fatter And you're younger So I mean Really dude You really want to pull rank <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a green shirt That's true You do often wear green too I like green Because I'm so pale There are very limited colours I can use <laughs> Blue and green That's about all I can get away with I can't wear yellow or pink Not that I'd want to wear pink But I really can't Yeah I tend to do black or white Or occasionally a dark blue <laughs> Which I'm I'm rocking the dark blue today. You are. Which is the same as both of their overalls. I just gotta get you a red cap and then you can be Mario. I could really picture you though running around with an L on your forehead. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> right next to a seven. I don't know if anyone figured that out though, of like, do we really want this guy running around with an L on his forehead? Do you know what that means? Yeah, he's a loser. <laughs> yeah, no kids run around with the L on their forehead going, I'm being Luigi. <laughs> exactly. Like you're being a loser. Then you, you could say, well, Mario, M, the M stands for moron. Mm-mm. What's baby luma? I don't know. It's what? like a little st- star baby thing like a clum baby from drawn together that is an obese star and it's like a raindrop star it's definitely a very mario japanese cutesy style thing it's almost a kirby it's like legally not a kirby yes it's a mouth away from it though <laughs> if it had a mouth it'd be a kirby well let's how long i've been out of the series oh, a list of mario franchise characters okay. that's an actual wikipedia page so so far we've realized that in order to cover this character comprehensively not only have we got to do The Mario page We've got to do The Super Mario page And we've also got to do The list of Mario franchise characters Which I mean when we started this We talked about like You know wouldn't it be great If you know you could be A person who has A Wikipedia page But Mario has at least three I think we've got to start Trying to get onto As many Wikipedia pages As possible <laughs> yeah, you have Birdo Who's that thing That was shooting eggs At him in Mario 2 Diddy Kong Donkey Kong Pauline from Donkey Kong The original one And then you have Princess Daisy Who's the one from the game Game boy series okay Professor E. Gadd. who the hell is Professor E.Gad? he helps Luigi save Mario that's in Luigi's mansion that's why we've never heard of him because it's Luigi's he's in that game. Luigi's game which doesn't that suck to be Luigi you're in all the Mario games you try to break out on your own everyone's like what's that nobody then, wants to hear that that's like if you tried a solo podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to hear that <laughs> it'd just be me there the whole time going so what do you think Ben ah oh. <laughs> they go yeah she looks like Just female Toad Wait Toad's a boy? Yeah I always thought that Toad was Unisex. I thought it was like a girl. Uh, mainly because I always hear princess toad and I always assumed that the mushroom was princess toad because they call it toad all the time. Uh no. But no yeah. toad's a boy I think then. Ah. If this is a girl then toad's a boy. But yeah he's not very masculine but most mushrooms aren't very masculine so that's okay. She's been in such games as Mario's Superstar Baseball, Mario Kart and Mario Kart 8 and Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. <laughs> Which, that exists. That's a thing. She's also been in Mario Parties. Not enough to be a Mario Super Smash, but if you make it to the Mario Kart, you're doing okay. What could she possibly do in Super Smash, though? Toad hasn't even made it to Super Smash. Yeah, they're not fighting characters, are they? Which is, yeah, really weird that they don't have Toad in Super Smash. You figure that would just be standard. Because you can meet Princess Peach, can't you? Yes. And you think, well, what would Princess Peach do other than get captured by Bowser again? And I think you've been able to play as Peach in every game, even in the original one. Because I think the original characters have stuck in every single game, as far as... I know Toadsworth Super Mario Sunshine There are so many games I've never heard of It's because everything Nintendo does May as well be Mario So they might release a game Then they'll go Let's do a Mario version It's Uh how you double Your list of games And then you've got The antagonists There's a Bowser Jr Yeah there's Bowser Jr Uh, Him and Donkey Kong Jr Should hang out And be like It sucks that our dads Can't get along In the original Mario Kart game You could play as Donkey Kong Jr But not as Donkey Kong Which is interesting isn't it Yeah it was weird Because I remember When they put that out I'm like You just put out a donkey Kong game, surely you'd want to put him in there. I think it's they would have sat around and gone. People are okay with shooting turtle shells at other cars people are okay with a toad, but no one's gonna believe that a big gorilla could actually drive a car. Maybe a little gorilla. Yeah, if you could put a little one in there, but he's too big, it wouldn't move, it'd be too much weight. It's just unrealistic, and I don't think the people who play the games would be able to buy that. So let's just stick to the dinosaur that has short arms driving a car because it makes total sense. Total sense, I'm down with that. And he lays eggs. I mean, yeah, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Junior didn't even make it into the donkey kong country games <laughs> they completely wrote him out and replaced him with diddy kong he's totally the scrappy do of mario <laughs> he's the guy of like oh yeah that was a thing now let's never speak of it again who's boom boom he's a faithful just- servant of bowser a super mario brothers 3 yeah that's why i'm thinking i should know this ah oh, uh, that, that dude is his name boom boom so yeah he's the guy who if you played mario 3 you'd fight oh, he's that's- the midway castle in each one he's like bowser without the spikes like a fang Bowser. He's got a turtle shell. Yeah, he's like a turtle with fangs. That's how I describe him. And he's definitely a red shell, which is important. If you played Mario Kart, you know how important that is. <laughs> I like to think that kids who have played Mario, they'll be out in the wild and they'll see a turtle. They're like, don't worry, I know what to do. <laughs> just jump up, smash it down on its back, then pick up the shell and carry it around until you need to throw it at another <laughs> one. Then pick up that shell. <laughs> Imagine how messed up that would be just taking a shell and throwing it at a bunch of turtles. <laughs> First off, it probably wouldn't move as good as you'd think. Because it looks like when he shoots the turtle shell, it kind of looks like curling. But that's not what it would be like in real life. You'd try to slide it along and it just stop two feet from you. And people would be like, what are you doing? Why are you throwing a shell at the ground? I wish I had a red one, then it would have got you. Curling has got to be the weirdest sport though. It's one of the few sports where uh, people can go pro if they're a good sweeper. The incorporation of sweeping is where it throws a lot of people. It's <laughs> like, it re- that's a sport? I always think, you know, curlers when they go around, yeah, you know, they see a cleaner cleaning up. And they're like, ooh, good technique hey dude you want to be famous I can make you a professional athlete just imagine like this janitor is just like some curling person comes up to him and goes look I've seen your work you're the best (laughs) we need you your talent's wasted here if I was a janitor though I would probably try and become a professional curler curling's more fun than being a janitor well first off I'm gonna back check you probably can't be a professional curler I don't know if there's anyone out there who makes a living off curling (laughs) that doesn't happen I actually think you'd get more respect as a janitor though You say, what are you? I'm a janitor. Oh, cool. It's good. You know, what do you do? Uh, I'm a curler. You mean like hair? No, no, no. I um, I try and get big stones to land in a in a thing and I sweep. You know, you should probably get a real job. I don't know. Have you ever tried being a janitor? <laughs> you mentioned sweeping. You'd probably be good at janiting. Though no, I could only imagine wanting to do curling if I was the guy who threw the rock. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be the sweepers. Like, who wants to be the sweeper? I think they'd have designated things. You'd have the thrower and the sweeper because they'd want to train. You're probably right there. It'd be like a guy who's specifically, or girls, specifically trained at sweeping like that's their thing i'm a professional curling sweeper you've got the technique down no i focus on throwing the little stones you focus on sweeping but like instead of a broom could i use a pickaxe now it stopped. <laughs> he split the ice. Yeah, you just like start in front of it and you just dig this little just trench. <laughs> just scrape along. <laughs> oh, and where then all sick? the snow that you get, you collect and you put it just on the other side of the target so it works like a wall. So it just falls into a divot. Essentially, you're playing golf because you've got a hole at the end yeah. that's going to fall in. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so that was boom, boom. Fall, fall. Considered to be insane. He looks insane. He's like their version of Dr. Robotnik if he was a little alien looking dude. I've never seen this guy before in my life. He looks like he'd be big in the acid community. Because he's got the crazy uh, hypnotist eyes. That'd be very trippy to watch. Hey, this guy gets a picture because they all assume no one would know who the hell he is. Yeah, come back. He appears a lot. Usually when you beat a boss, then he'll come over and cast a spell and then that boss will get some sort of power. Like the level will do something now or... Uh, he's the just like, once you beat the boss, the boss becomes the super boss because of him. Yeah, he makes the boss more powerful. So, so really, Mario should just been aiming for him. Cami Cooper. What's King that? Boo. So King Boo would be a big goat. Yeah, he's the big ghost. I can't be... This is a Koopa, so he'd be a turtle or something, eh? Could just be one of Bowser's... Oh, no, it's just a girl version of the wizard. Fair enough. Koopa Kid, just be a smaller version. Called Mini Bowser's. And then Koopalings. Yeah, they got a lot here. Tantanga. What? Waluigi. Waluigi. That's the guy. Oh, the guy you're talking about. Yeah. And you see, he's got an upside down L because so, Wario would have a W, which is an upside down M. So he uh, is an upside down L. It's only with this guy, it doesn't make any sense because an upside down M is a W. But this guy, he's got an R for Waluigi. But what's <laughs> funny is because it's an upside down L, if he stood next to Luigi, it would make a square. Uh you guys are squares. Which this has to be like a fourth rate character. Because he's the evil version of a sidekick. He's like twice removed. He's like a sidekick sidekick. Yeah, he's the... Evil guy's sidekick based on the good guys, but he's very first game apparently was mario tennis so he came out as a tennis uh, player as a tennis player I thought that he would have been first in the wario games as player two wait there's wario games yeah where do you think the character came from i thought wario was just a bad guy in mario no he's never actually appeared in any mario games that i know of is he the bad guy or are you playing wario and you're like the bad guy no you play wario see because i've only ever played him in mario kart i mean he does appear in mario games like mario kart mario like all the stupid spin-off ones but the yep. mainstream Mario games, he never actually appeared in them. You play him and you're like an evil guy? I've never actually played them. I think you're versing someone who's even badder than you are. Ah. I was going to say, it's like you're the evil guy now kind of version of games. You see that from time to time. But he is sort of known as a more evil version of Mario. Mario with attitude. But there is that sort of more sense of humor where he's a bit more up himself and this sort of like that gross toilet humor sort of thing comes into it a lot. He's a professional toilet blocker. He's the opposite of <laughs> Yeah, if it's a, it's a poo humor... <laughs> If, well, technically he's working with Mario. He's getting him more work. People have to call up Mario. Yeah, Wario blocked my toilet again. Well, I can to get out of there until the Thursday. Did you ever play the Mario 64? It's- like, that's the 3D world, isn't it? Yeah, no, I've never played that. You're aware of its existence though, because it was the I- biggest game on the planet at one point when we were growing up. It was, yes. It came out as big big. it was the first time you could run around fully because you had Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Came out before that. And that was a precursor where you could sort of run around more in a 3D environment, but mm. they restricted your... Path. Mario, you could just run anywhere you wanted, and that was really the first time they had done that in a game. Open map games, which is very common these days, very good too. I like them. Which it's weird, the Mario 64 series, because it is harder to master than the platformer games. Because when you're going to make it From left to right It's sort of easy to figure out The pattern's a bit better yeah, You know where you're going And there's only so many things You can do Whereas this is not just Dodging up and left and right you got to go around things as well you got to turn side And turn side again To dodge something And so jumping on something In a three dimensional environment Is significantly harder, harder. Yeah because you got to Get the angle just right And if it's moving Practically impossible But in its own right It was a very good game Because they even do do some Crash Bandicoot like levels Where you've got to follow A set path Because of just how the level is built but instead of how Crash Bandicoot did it with walls that you're stuck in they did these huge open things where like it's a lava level and you've got like a path that you've got to make it up that's not lava but if you fall off that path you'll yeah. die I remember the closest thing I got to that was Sonic bonus levels you're like in a pinball machine and you gotta get emeralds yes. and stuff and you gotta be careful not to fall out of it they turned those bonus levels into a whole game really? you can get a Sonic game that's essentially like a Sonic pinball game but it's cool because if you can get enough points it opens up a door and if you hit yourself up there, you run as like normal Sonic, go into the next area and then it shoots you up and you start spinning again. And so you've got to progress through different pinball machines to get to the end. It's actually an interesting game. If you go back to when we were young, games were very one-dimensional like that. Mario was, you can see the breakout from just this go left to right. A lot of games when they went from 2D to 3D completely changed. Duke Nukem? Yeah. you ever play the old school 2D? I loved the old school. I wasn't a fan of the new one necessarily, but the old one... I loved it, and when the new one came out, and I remember this because I played old school 2D, and then every kid at school was like, Oh man, Juke Nukem, you gotta check it out. I'm like, Yeah, I remember that, man. Left to right, shoot the guy, right? And you know, collect shoot little Zeds out of yeah. your gun. Yeah, and collect the letters, right? And they're like, What the hell are you talking about? And then you see it, and you're like, Oh, this is like Doom. My guy's got completely red. And it was one of those games designed specifically to impress little kids. If you go up to a toilet and press this button, you piss in it. Isn't that cool? I'll always remember this because there's a kid at school who was like, Oh, and there's a gun. It's it's called the BFG and it stands for Big F- like had to whisper that Because you'll get in trouble And that's so impressive to a 10 year old There's a swear word in the gun But they made an initial so you wouldn't tell So my parents won't know But when I say it I'll know And then I pissed in the toilet Well you could also give money to strippers And you could see poorly animated boobs You get some pixel nipples Back in those days Poorly animated boobs were like really good to see Because it came out before the internet really took Yes So you didn't get internet porn I remember Tomb Raider Apparently there's a cheat that you can make her naked That is an urban legend it's not true it's not true because I thought why would you care and also you know when she swims she does breaststroke so her legs are constantly parting and you're looking right from behind if she was naked what would we see it's poorly Ah. animated so it's all pixelated but would there be a coloration? I don't know (laughs) would we see a little dot to (laughs) float a couple of pixels to the clitoris as if some computer gamer would ever be able to find it if there was a real way to see Lara Croft naked a computer person would have found it <laughs> a gamer would, gamers around the world would have united to figure that one out. <laughs> it would have happened. Which it's so sad because you look at the game like, okay, she's supposed to be an attractive girl, but it's a poorly pixelated game. Who mm. cares? But we were starved back then on the schoolyard when you hear like you can see Lara Croft naked. Oh, internet debunked that though, and it also gave a whole bunch of porn, so that everyone lost interest in trying to do it. There are people who make mods for games. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can do things like that. They go into the programming and add things or take things away. I I've seen that for like Fallout where they make new guns or costumes and stuff. Yeah, and some people have made a mod where you can have Lara Croft naked. There's one deviant out there. She went, no, I'm making this happen. This is my reality and forever this mod will be known as my name. In Tomb Raider 2, there's actually a cheat called the Naked Cheat. Really? Where you can do a thing to activate the Naked Cheat. And when you do it, Lara Croft just explodes. <laughs> so it's the idea is, is your of thing like, oh, the Naked Cheat, I get to see her naked. And then she just explodes. <laughs> (laughs) And they're like Taking advantage of all those kids Who have been desperate To see a pixelated boobage I think it all started though With Mortal Kombat Blood Mode When Mortal Kombat first came out It was one of the first games That you had the special moves But they didn't tell you What they were Mm. You had to figure them out And what you do In Mortal Kombat When the opening title screen Comes up You do up, down, left, right Whatever And then this blood Pours down the screen And then when you're in the game Every time you punch someone Blood splatters out And that's how you do fatalities You know at the end How you can do like You know the pull the head off, or blow them yeah. up, or put them in spikes. That can only be done in blood mode. Later on, the game was blood mode. After they figured out, well, people really like that, and why do we have to make them figure out a cheat to do it? But that was the original. You didn't know any of the moves until you figured them out. Because I think on Nintendo they had to take out the blood, but then ended up putting it in as a cheat, which might have been the blood mode. but yes. Sega, I think they were allowed to have the blood because that was something from the original thing that they wanted to have blood in a game. If you can do the mm-hmm. blood mode, then you're in, and that's when you can you know pull a guy's head off and the spines mm-hmm. there, or Scorpio would take his. Hat off thing, and then you have a skull and you have fire breath at you. Or you can uppercut them into these spikes at the top of the room and they slowly slide down. And as a kid, that's very impressive. They have later ones in the series where you can do things like babalities where you turn the yeah. character into a baby. All these weird fatality things. I know, sort of as a parody of like, because told that like they had these things you could do extra violent moves, they put one in called a friendship where you actually yes. do something nice for the other character so they're like see they don't have to do like this brutality I remember that because there's like love hearts or something come up and they're like huh. yeah they're gonna date now your version is showing mercy and so they put in all these gimmicky ones to stop people complaining about <laughs> the bad ones that they have <laughs> there's nice ones it's just you're choosing to be bad you're focusing on the wrong side to it who's your character in Mortal Kombat though I've always been partial to Sub-Zero yeah me too when you can freeze them Scorpio's cool come here you uh, although Johnny Cage is cool yeah he does the nut punch well that's what it's famous for. He does the splits and punches you in the nuts. Sonya's okay but not that great. Who was the Johnny Chang? Lu Kang. Lu Kang, there you go, the bicycle kick guy. Basically a Bruce Lee knockoff. Exactly a Bruce Lee. No- Actually, so it was Johnny Cage. Johnny, Johnny Cage, Cage was a Van Damme ripoff. Actually, yes, he because in Bloodsport, like, Van Damme did the splits and punched a guy in the nuts. Mm. I believe that predates. But in later versions of Mortal Kombat, the one I have on Xbox, there's different styles. And he fights Jeet Kune Do, which is Bruce Lee style. So they maybe modeled him more after Bruce Lee after they got rid of Liu Kang. He's not around anymore, is he? I don't know. I've played some... I haven't played Mortal Kombat in ages. The last rendition I played was the Mortal Kombat vs DC. And you can play Liu Kang in that. Okay. Because the latest ones I've you seen You can't is... play Johnny Cage. Yeah, but I got the opposite. It's one or the other, not both, but then they added reptile or something. Who's basically a sub-zero Scorpio guy who's green. Yeah, they just went through all the color palettes and yeah. then what can we do? There'll be a purple guy next time. And there was also another guy I remember playing. Imagine a hairless werewolf who had spikes come out of his forearms. He was my uh, favorite. Ah, Baraka. Yeah, there you go. That's the guy. He was cool. I liked him. Kano's pretty cool too. Half metal face. And his fatality was he reach into the stomach and pull out organs. You know, I'm pulling out your kidney. I'm pulling out your liver, and then you pull out the heart and hold it up while it's still beating. And you go, that's so cool I just did that oh my god I'm 10 <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more impressive to a 10 year old than that uh, so just down here on the page so in other media it says other games Mario's in that aren't Mario games Mike Tyson's punch out Mario's the referee <laughs> isn't that the weirdest thing you've ever heard do you reckon Mike Tyson got a say in that or was that his insistence well yeah if it's gonna be a, a boxing game the Mario had the referee you just have to it, it, it's impeachable does that mean that Mike Tyson exists in the Mario universe <laughs> well it's a non Mario game but technically that means he could be on the next Mario Kart or Super Smash Brothers you could be Mike Tyson yeah he just grabs him and bites the ear off <laughs> you've got to have the ear biting as one of the special mm. moves and then he tattoos your face this is one for me Metal Gear Solid the twin snakes he appears as a small statue I love Metal Gear Solid I didn't play that one but I didn't know there was a Mario statue that kind of wrecks it for me <laughs> why just a little Where Nintendo little, isn't Metal Gear Solid also on PlayStation yes that's where I played it so did they have the Mario statue in the PlayStation? Yeah, I really doubt it. Or was it a target that you shoot at? (laughs) That would be kick-ass on a PlayStation game. You're doing target practice and you're going to shoot Mario. (laughs) On Nintendo GameCube. Uh, On the GameCube version as well. GameCube and Dreamcast. Or was it Sega Saturn? Sega Saturn and Sega Dreamcast. They sort of had one flop after another after another. Sega did not do well. And now they sort of got absorbed by everyone else. They even had their own version of a Game Boy called the Game Gear. I remember that. Yeah, It was in colour. It just had shitty games. So no one played it. I remember that. Nintendo made the most failed thing that i think you probably never would have heard of which i think was called like nintendo vr or something vr oh is that the 3d head thing yes Yes. you'd get like a little headset that you put on and that's the screen but all the pictures were in red it makes it 3d it's like goggles you put on it's called virtual boy and you go around you're mario in this world but everything's like this weird color and if you play it longer than 15 minutes it actually is really bad for your eyes you'll go blind playing this game and if you play it longer than 15 minutes you kind of can't see it anymore. So it's a very short time you get to play it. I've heard about this, it's hilarious. It was a massive failure as a console To the point that even most people don't know it came out It's a very rare thing that I think they tried to hush up I think they're trying to get back to it with their new Switch Have you heard of the Nintendo Switch? Yes, with the plug-in I've played a few games on it It's actually a pretty good device It's like an iPad, isn't it? Sort of It has this little handheld console thing That you can put the controllers into But then you put that into a little dock And now it plays on your TV So that way you can play it while you're out and about And then you come home and play it on your big screen is the idea I think it was kind of designed for Pokemon So you could go out and catch them or something out in public And then come home They haven't actually done that yet They had the iPhone game that was the Pokemon Yeah the Pokemon Go I thought that was the point of it We think that they're getting to something like that 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 was a trial for something that they want to do with Switch But mm. it's how to incorporate it in Because Nintendo over the years has done a lot of weird things That you sort of go How are they still in business if that's their idea? Well they sort of had the game changes Like the Wii was completely different to everything else And it became the mm. biggest Selling console because it hit up people who weren't gamers because the thing is is if i give you a tennis game on the playstation i gotta go okay to hit it you gotta press the square button but if you want to do a lob you gotta press x if i give you a tennis game on the wii it's like here's your controller you know how a tennis racket works go <laughs> and it's just all you do is swing it in the way how you want to so you could pick up how to play a game mm. instantly because it's all makes sense and a lot of older people could get into the wii because if you look at older people's hands they're different shapes to ours because we have these mighty thumbs that's Years of gaming practice That's dexterity In this really weird way Have you ever seen An old person Try to do the flick On their phone Like on an iPhone To flick to answer I know guys who can't do it They're just not coordinated Just because Their finger kind of Pisses off I know a guy Who can't answer his phone He calls everyone back Because he can push the buttons But he can't do the swipe Just a poor old dude (laughs) But yeah So like I can do X square triangle I know where they are and now that thanks to Xboxes with these new Rubik's Cube there's buttons all over the thing I'm completely coherent in it but older people not so much but with a Wii controller it's like they have that gross motor that they can use so it is a smart thing and also they get to say oh it's fitness for the kids and Nintendo's always focused on that family friendly thing making a game that the family can play together whereas you go to PlayStation and Xbox that's for the kids who want to blow stuff up (laughs) shoot things in their head and sit in a dark room where they're far away from their family when gamers grew up They were able to make Games more complicated If I'm playing Any fighting game I know odds are If I press Down forward punch My character's Gonna shoot something Or do a really Cool uppercut And there's like A handful of those Combinations that I know Like you know Back forward punch And back forward yes. kick and Forward forward punch Or forward forward kick As soon as you get A new fighting game The first thing you do Is jam through Every one of those Combinations <laughs> that you know And then as soon as Your character does Something mm. cool You're like Okay that's how I do that Back in the day When they First, started Street Fighter. It was all about diagonal up forward kick because that's your fly kick. The way the game was set up, the hardest thing to block is a downward kick because the only way to hit someone doing that is to uppercut them at the right time. You just do fly kick after fly kick, coming down, down, down. They can't hit you because you're not in range. I think over the years they figured out that that's kind of what everyone did, but that was your go to if you don't know any special moves, just diagonal up kick. The Street Fighter was simple. Every character only had two special moves. I think the only ones that had three were Ryu and Ken. Oh, well they did have other moves but they were the special special moves that they had. Talking about like original oh, Street the origi- Fighter. Yeah where they had like yeah, everyone had, <laughs> yeah Blanca had his electricity. Uh, and he had like a ball thing that he could turn up into and shoot at you. Mm. And Guile had his Sonic Boom. Yeah Sonic Boom and also his backflip kick. <laughs> and I still remember for the backflip kick you want to hold down for two seconds and then jump and kick. And to Sonic Boom you hold back for two seconds and then press forward and punch it's funny the stuff your brains filled with isn't it yeah you know when that's ever gonna come in handy (laughs) never they did there a re-release go. of Street Fighter My brother bought it over for me to play And because they had all the same special moves I was just like I know all the special moves with all these characters This is great yeah, Keep them and they just add on So yeah, you just, just learn new ones And you can see that the update Like when you play Tekken You can pause the game and look at all your moves Whereas Street Fighter originally They actually did have the moves in the, the book that came with it So you could go through and learn everyone's moves But Mortal Kombat No, you're on your own It's all about the special moves Everyone knows that Tekken you can look up these 10 punch combos That didn't exist back then Well the way how I've done it with sometimes is when I'm playing a new fighting game with someone is we'll get out our phones and you google what are the special moves for the characters and then you just have that sitting in front of you so at any point during the fight check. you can look down and check but it's like you said earlier Whether there's only so many options special moves can be yeah. and you kind of know what it's meant to be it's growing up with the games it's an instinct we have you know some people have useful instincts I can make a really good uppercut I can make the Indian guy do the stretchy arms in the street fighter well pretty much everything is stretchy arms with him uh, originally it wasn't wasn't yeah. it? When he was an original character, that was just a special move where he'd come out and he'd hold them out like he was tickling. But then, yeah, later on, the new ones, pretty much everything was his stretch, yeah. Because I knew Street Fighter 2, which is. And there's Super Street Fighter. Yeah, and that was sort of like an add on to that, but I never knew of a Street Fighter 1. Yeah, it was very basic. I only remember it barely because I was quite young. That's so but cool. I got hooked on it when I played it. It was very cool. That Ken is It's so much more basic. Isn't it? E Honda. Ooh, and this is the, the birth of the button bashes. Blanca, just keep tapping the same button over and over and he's invincible E-Honda just keep hitting punch over and over and he'll do the thousand hand slap thingy and go <coughs> Ooh, so the original playable characters you could have were Ryu Ken Blanka God. Guile e Honda. Dalsim E-Honda Chung Li, and Zangief I like the wrestler guy even though he was really crap to use did you watch the movie ever? yes the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that was hilarious I absolutely love his speech at the end where he's like Bison's gonna go off and kill a bunch of people but we can all (laughs) Go home now Because like The government's Told him that They're not Allowed to attack Bison And he's like They're all saying Even though he's Going to torture This and do All these things we can all go home now But you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get in my boat I'm gonna go up the river And I'm gonna kick his ass so hard That the next seven bisons feel it <laughs> The whole crowd cheers It's like his My whole Freedom speech yes, That's his brave heart moment That's his brave heart moment But it's that beautiful mix Of terrible dialogue And terrible acting And uh, Kylie Minogue was Cammy That's what I was You beat me to it I was literally about to say that She didn't even fight in it Did she? She just rocked up in an <clears throat> Army outfit And saluted sort of thing And went yep I'm oh, She has one move Where she kick someone and I can't even remember what she says but she says what the character says in the game when she does the move which was always cool when they tried to add that in I think my favorite was always Balrog the boxer he was cool because he'd do that punch and you hold it down as long as you can and the longer you hold it the better the punch will be when he release, he does a spinner and does a punch that was my favorite Balrog he couldn't play in the original oh my game. god see that they're trying to break the blocks that's a Mortal Kombat thing I didn't know they had that in Street Fighter yeah they also had that in Street Fighter the most famous one is with the car so just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Just, no, no, no. There was a... We just saw a picture of it. He was going to break yeah, blocks. Yeah, we were going to break blocks where I know Mortal Kombat would do that as test your might. Yes. And you got to hit the button a whole bunch of times. I remember I sucked at those mm. until I got this controller. It was a special joystick controller and it had this rapid fire option where you push this button and then does the tapping for you. <laughs> After that, I broke every brick. That's I awesome. broke the stone. I broke the steel. I was the block chop and king of Mortal <laughs> Kombat because I cheated. But yeah, Yeah I remember that Smashing the car I totally forgot about that Okay, so this guy's going to smash a car dressed as Ryu. So he's dressed as Ryu. There you go, he's smashing a car. (laughs) Okay, so he kicked it a couple of times, realized that's not working. He's still on the... Oh, there you go, he pulled that off. He pulled the bonnet off, probably because, you see, there was a cut. He clearly unscrewed it. Now he just hits the headlights. Yeah, I could take on car headlights. He's clearly going for all the soft targets first. I want to see what he does when he gets to the chassis. Whose car is this? Do they know he's doing this? I reckon at this point he's realizing that smashing a car's windshield is actually harder than you think it would be. Exactly. Oh, and I- that was way easier than he thought it would be after smashing the windshield. <laughs> he did a side kick into the side window and you can see his foot got stuck and it's like that, oh, careful you don't cut yourself, mate. Oh, he did a good spinning back kick. He clearly practiced that a lot. Oh, that's cool. He's punching the side. He's doing some dents. If you want to know how to wreck someone's car, this is a good instructional. Well, in the game, Ryu has 90 seconds to do this or like 60 seconds. Yeah, this guy's clear. I think he's taking breaks. <laughs> yeah, they keep cutting the footage like he's just going, hold on, I need a drink for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's making his way through the car I mean he's not destroying it at the same way that Ryu would do but you can't oh look at that he's kicking the door when it's open but clearly it's been unscrewed and worked on so he can do this Oh uh, he did the oh, you can! but he did it as he was kicking isn't that shooting a fireball no Ayuken that's, 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 that's the that's uppercut can, it's the uppercut Ayuken yeah. yeah. oh, they called the dragon uppercut I think yeah I think they're all called dragon something it's probably like dragon uppercut dragon kick and dragon ball do you remember double dragon yes I love double dragon that was awesome that was just a classic type of game where you just walk from one end of the level to the other mm. just beating people up the whole point was yeah two guys who can bash stuff it was great. perfect he didn't destroy it was uh, <laughs> pretty destroyed <laughs> you can't drive it anymore I'd say he did a good job look at the television series here we've talked about this before you're not aware of any of the TV shows are you? no I've seen the Super Mario Brothers movie yeah that yeah. abomination <laughs> <laughs> the live action movie that was with Bob Hopkins which his career survived that that's amazing which who was Luigi in that John Leguizamo which he still does quite well Yeah he's still around Dennis Hopper was in it Like so no yeah, one's was- career Was ruined by this Except for Mario himself <laughs> It was really not a good adaptation Of the source material But how would you even write A Mario movie because well, it was Sort of done in like a dream world Where everything's nice and cushy And even the bad guys Are kind of cute Yeah because they did A very dark version in the movie we Went to another world Where there are other people And they turn into Monsters and stuff And it all kind of seemed like If you were a little kid Who was really into Mario And you saw that movie Movie, you'd be kind of scared, wouldn't you? It's the Willy Wonka effect. I figured they'd do it more like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which oddly enough also had Bob Hopkins in it. Funny that. <laughs> That was a very good movie. And that was the first of that sort of. I saw him in an interview, mm-hmm. and he talked, it's done differently to what it is now. They literally painted every cartoon character on the film, physically painted it. And he was told, like, when he would grab Roger by the throat, he had to make sure all his fingers were together, they weren't apart, because otherwise the animator would have to paint between each finger, and it's very small. So he'd grab him with his fingers together. We've come a long way. That blew my mind, that movie of just seeing Daffy Duck and Donald Duck on the same screen at the same time interacting. I know, right? <laughs> The Hanna-Barbera characters Well they had Droopy Oh Droopy yes Cause I don't think they had many Of the Hanna-Barbera characters They had Droopy I remember Droopy was in that Going down Going down I'm happy As a kid I loved all the really Depressing characters I was a big Eeyore fan (laughs) Eeyore Droopy They're all cool As far as I'm concerned But yeah, so there was the TV show. Now, have you seen that? I have seen the TV show. There's several TV shows though. Yeah. They had one that was set around the Mario 2 world. Okay. Where they had like the potions and stuff like that. I remember they did this weird, at the end of the episode, they would do this weird patty cake game. Patty cake, patty cake. And they had this weird rhyme that was very specific to like the Mario universe. And after that, a star would appear and they would get it. And then they would defeat Bowser using the star. Doing patty cake. Yeah, it was some weird thing. Was that a cartoon? It was a cartoon Oh that makes a lot more sense then Then they had one set In the Mario 3 world Which had all the Koopa kids And they were able to get Frog suits And Tanuki suits And so forth But they also did do A real life Mario TV show But it was sort of done Like Cheese TV Or Agro's cartoon It was between cartoons It was between cartoons But it would have Mario and Luigi Would introduce the cartoon Okay so Tigger's dressed up And then went Did some Mario stuff For 30 seconds And then went Now here's Huckleberry Hound Except the cartoons They would put play would be cartoons like mario and zelda so there were always nintendo based cartoons they also had another one captain n who is this kid who gets trapped inside his nintendo okay and he has this belt that is actually just an old school nintendo controller that's cool if he's running from someone and he needs to jump high he you just do. presses the b button <laughs> that's cute <laughs> And then it goes... And he can jump up extra high heights. He can do things, but if he does things whilst doing it on the controller as well, he does it better. (laughs) Like, he can move faster and stronger. Do you remember the Nintendo glove? The controller was on the forearm. I never actually saw one in real life. So I don't know if it was a thing they just made up to make it look real. Or if it was just a glove thing yeah that thing but what i don't get is i think it's meant to be like uh, literally like a wii remote where yeah, you can control stuff on the game with it but i don't know if it actually did that so is this is for the original nintendo yeah. yeah but you know how they had the original gun it's one of those things and the controller was on the forearm but it's ironic because you need two hands to use a controller but the controller's on your forearm so you can only do it one-handed so how so is that good it looks like it goes on your right hand so, so you- then you have to control it with your left hand yes but it's like a wii remote so that most of the movement will be done with your right hand like a boxing game I suppose but then you have to box one handed I love this guy they've got testing it he's got a full raging Billy Ray mullet so it does go on your right hand though it doesn't cover your fingers completely which is good because how gross and sweaty and disgusting would that glove get (laughs) very yeah after hours of gaming yeah so you can use it for steering like you've got Mm. one hand on the steering wheel that looks difficult doesn't look like he's easily driving though yeah it doesn't look like a good thing to do see the guy in the official ad that they made he looks like he's doing it with ease but the guy who's doing it in real life is struggling and failing oh you can use it for tetris but it looks really hard to do it doesn't look like it's working very well i like how it keeps cutting between the guy trying it in real life and then the ad that nintendo put out and that the ad nintendo put out makes it look so much easier and more fun than it actually mm. is like it looks really epic then you look at him and it just looks really stressful and painful for your hand like i would probably have like two goes with it and then just now nah, i'd rather have just a controller i remember playing mario kart on the wii with people and you can control it two ways you can either use it like a normal controller or you can use it like a steering wheel people do like three rounds at the steering wheel and then they just like i'm just gonna go to the normal controller yes i remember trying to do the boxing on the wii and it doesn't work or it doesn't work the way you think it would like you're there trying to punch 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 punch, but he can only punch so fast i think always the problem with like even if they give you like a sword that you can swing around the problem is when you hit swords with someone or you impact something you don't get that recoil that you feel if i were to hit you i would actually feel when i hit you Mm. and if i hit you in a video game I would punch right through you and feel nothing. I'd have to be watching to see what's happening. So even if they could make a feeling, like if you had a glove that when I punched you in a video game, it vibrated really hard. That's a good And thing. the more I punched through you, the more harder it vibrated till it became intolerable. So you'd feel the instinct as soon as you felt the vibrate to pull back mm. like you would with a normal punch. That's clever. You should write to Nintendo. Yeah, I should. <laughs> you can see I've thought of this. But I was going to show you, uh, it's a Super Mario Brothers super show. <laughs> with 80s rap. By two white guys God I do remember They used to rap a lot In the 90s eh People who shouldn't rap Always rapped back then I completely forgot About this theme song I'm like mesmerised by this <laughs> This is awesome I don't even think They're Italian They're very white dudes They're putting on A really horrible accent Because you're hooked On the brothers Is that technically racist I think To say so. you're hooked On the brothers Because they are brothers Generally in rap That doesn't mean that He doesn't look like Mario And that's the wrong colour For Luigi No he's green Is that green? My colour line? It's not the right kind of green He's more grey It's like some weird, like, sitcom. It is, eh? kind of looks like the set of The Honeymooners. (laughs) Like, they just, when they were done with Jackie Gleason, these guys went, hey, can we pretend to be Italian plumbers for a second? (laughs) Sure, why not? Is she famous? I think she was famous. Some, maybe not <laughs> it's just like cheap jokes like I'll get completely lost and forget to record the rest of this episode and just watch yeah. it everyone you gotta check this out the Super Mario Brothers Super Show it's a thing it's a real thing <laughs> so you guys got that gig and they ran with it I would ask why this isn't on anymore but I kind of understand yeah, don't ask you know <laughs> what I like about it too is that Mario is a very specific character that Nintendo has developed you think they protect their brand it looks like these two guys were told you're gonna be Mario and Luigi just do your interpretation <laughs> Which is the death of any character And so Luigi's pretty much the straight man And Mario is just the funny guy The wisecracking chubby guy Who always wants to eat spaghetti And other stereotypical Italian foods They're probably responsible for a lot of the stereotypes That's true Because I've never heard of like Mario eating spaghetti Even though it seems like something you would know him for But this, they seem to like make four jokes about him liking Italian food I mean the episode starts with Luigi finding some spaghetti on his shirt Exactly It's yeah. like well you got Spaghetti sauce on your shirt and It's like okay They like Italian food We get we it get it It's never in the game I mean they like eating mushrooms We know that Is there a mushroom sauce On that spaghetti guys I love this Because I think it's kind of racist mm-hmm. But racist by Japanese people At Italian people If I was to make a game Where it was like I'm a Mario I'm not gonna win People You can't do that That's not okay But in Japan They're like no They actually sound like that I'm sure There's not enough Italians in Japan Well it says here The guy who designed him was Shigeru Miramoto One of the most famous uh, Game designers Well it would be If he invented Mario Yeah well, He was the king of it I think he also Invented Zelda Oh Sheriff Yeah I know Sheriff That was a crappy game He invented games Called golf Tennis and baseball Those names Weren't already taken <laughs> Back in 1983 There was not a game Called baseball That's right Now there's like A million games Called baseball Where they gotta call it Like baseball XX extreme Super extreme Baseball Runoff series 5 How you made The ice climbers They appear in Super Super <laughs> Smash Brothers these days uh, so they simpler times he made Doki Doki Panic or Super Mario Brothers So <laughs> <laughs> click on Mother there's a game called Mother I've never heard of it because would you buy a game called Mother knowing only that Is just this... get it for Mother's Day for your mum I don't know it looks like some role playing game I think you the mother and maybe you have to find a date for your kid or something Mother begins with the story of a young married American couple who mysteriously banished from their small rural town two years later the husband George returned as mysteriously as he And began a strange study In complete seclusion Alright so Without reading any further So George killed his wife (laughs) And now he's trying To get rid of the evidence Yes Now did Mr. Minamoto Did his wife go missing? (laughs) We should look into that That's he was crazy. married up until 1989 <laughs> when this game came out. <laughs> when his wife mysteriously disappeared. He made F-Zero, which is a racing game, which, do you know the character Captain Falcon? No, I don't. It's- He's in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. He made Mario Kart, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Mario All-Stars gets credit for being a good game, but it's really four other good games that were put on <laughs> one cartridge. It's true. It's not really like that they made a good game, it's just they figured out how to put more things on a cartridge. I used to get all of those where you got 50 games on a cartridge. Cartridge. That doesn't make it a good game. That makes it 50 little games. Made Kirby's Dream Course. So did he make Kirby? Because I thought Kirby was made by someone else. I have no idea. Well, he made it the game. How did he do Killer Instinct? What's Killer Instinct? 94. It was basically a fighting game that was designed to rifle Mortal Kombat. It didn't pan out that way, but it was a very bloody game. Like everything you do, it would just blood, blood would everywhere. splatter everywhere. Because that's not his style at all. No wonder it flopped. At the end, you could knock people off cliffs on certain levels and you'd see this thing where they plummet and then they hit the ground and go smack. Oh, wow. And you did Stunt Race. Stunt Race FX. It had to be an FX. Maybe there's already a Stunt Race. Pokemon Red and Blue. So he's a Pokemon dude too. Wave Racer 64. Did you ever play that? Yes. Jet Ski. That game died so quickly, didn't it? Because it's the same as any other racing game. The only difference is you can go under the water. But you can do tricks as well. But the tricks do you no benefit. No, it's just for the sake of tricking. Star Fox. Star Fox. On 64, The Lilat Wars. That is... Star Wars 64 That is an amazing game I heard One of those rare artifacts That you know In gaming One of the most expensive artifacts I don't think it's even Fox But it's a Lilac Wars figurine It's very rare And it's one of the most expensive things There's no Mario memorabilia That's worth anywhere near as much As this Fox Just because of its rarity And there's people who play that game Are pretty hardcore about it Did you play 1080 snowboarding? I remember that yeah I also played Cool (laughs) Borders, Which is also known as The better version of 180 Well the thing with 1080 snowboarding is it was always sold as you can do all these awesome tricks And they had these huge repertoire of tricks you could do But the game was a snowboard racing game Doing tricks actually slowed you down It was a weird thing where there were no benefit to doing this whole array of tricks that they had put in there Which was the selling point of the game Yeah they called it 1080 snowboarding because you could do a 1080 1080. in the game Didn't even give you like a bonus speed or anything It actually slowed you down You lost your momentum because you weren't directly straight The only features on there where you could go for points was. They had one that was the big air, which was a single big jump, and they had the half pipe. Yes. Both of those were point-based, but everything else, it was just a race. Cool borders had the same sort of thing, but you actually got bonuses. So if you did really cool tricks, you'd get a speed boost. Pinkman. It's on GameCube, so it must have sucked. Yeah, he's been involved in a lot of games. Oh, he did Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes. That's why there's a Mario in it, because he made it. dogs. Never played that. It's like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, it's like a Tamagotchi on your Game Boy. He's got to take care. You can train the dog, make it do stuff, dress it up. He made a bunch of Mario Karts and Super Smash Brothers. He's responsible for every everything mario and every mario character splatoon heard of that yeah splatoon's quite a big game these days arms that's the most recent game he's made is arms oh i've actually played this too it's a fighting game and because it's nintendo you've got these two controllers that you hold in your hands and you punch oh and it does like extendo punches and you've got extending arms so it's a fighting game where you actually stand quite far back from each other but you have the extender arms where you can hit each other that's cool really tricky controls to get though i could enjoy that for a good 10 minutes because when you think of games with that how you want it to work is when I punch like that my character just does exactly the same movement but it's really like punch like that he does his basic punch but if you cross your arms he does his block so you got to sort of go between how you tilt your controllers and hold it and if you punch one way they just do a normal punch but if you punch another way they do their special attack while they punch so good on Shigeru Miramoto for inventing all this stuff when you look back in hindsight and go if I came up to you Ben and said alright I am going to make the greatest most successful game ever it's an Italian plumber And he's gonna go around Jumping on mushrooms And he's gonna try And save a princess And you just go well, That makes no sense You just put a whole bunch Of random words in a sentence And thought that was a game Over 210 million units sold Overall In the Mario games Is that like all games? Because I thought it would be More than that You'd think it would have to be I thought it would at least Be in the billions Living and dead I assume a billion people Have played at least That original Mario game It did start off With an arcade machine And everyone went to Their friend's house Who had a Nintendo That wouldn't be as Stretch to say that one in seven people have played this game. You have to put it in a generation though, because people older than us wouldn't have, and people younger than us, maybe. But we were in the Mario generation. Also, that's talking about sold. I wouldn't say one in seven people have bought a Mario game. Yeah, no. Because I also wonder how does it count if you get it from cash converters? Because I got a lot of games from cash converters when I was younger. And I don't think I've bought a new game that wasn't pre owned in the last two decades, so (laughs) not since they got off the cartridges. That's what I loved about the PlayStation. you know, the chip that was the whole point of the playstation to me when i found out you could get a chip and then you can just burn your own games that's when i started spending a lot more time in video stores because originally you go up and you go oh you know, you only get the game for like one night for some reason it's gonna cost like seven bucks oh yeah i was really selective which game do i want and then i'd just go in well i'm gonna burn them all so you just go tick 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 tick, yeah. tick walk out with like 20 return them the next day did you play all those games i'm gonna here's your, <laughs> your copy back i remember they had a point with video stores where if you got too much stuff they would sometimes Question you And tell you That piracy is against the law <laughs> And that you would get banned If you were suspected of piracy Towards the end of Video shops runs It's just like Please Please pirate things yeah. Hey this is where you can get The cheap pirating We're here to help When they had cartridges You really couldn't do that It was up to professional pirates then People who would actually Be able to program cartridges Remember a glory day With the video shops Where I'd go every Tuesday Because they'd have Dollar rentals And they'd have this section For TV shows And they'd have some Pretty good ones for weeklies So what I would do Is I'd spend 10 bucks get 10 dvds they're all tv shows and that would be my week's worth of watching except every now and then i had to change video stores because i hit a point where i've watched all the tv shows they had i had one down the road i'm like we've watched all of these so then we ended up having to drive like twice as far to go to another one (laughs) but the first time we were there it was just looking at all these new tv shows going like they didn't have this at the last place and they didn't have this at the last place (laughs) the biggest thing though i think about the demise of the video store is all those late fees that i owe did i win you did it's gone Video store's gone They went out of business On the books You're a bad debt That they've written off That's w- awesome Isn't that great You won See you just stick it out I've still got some DVDs From video stores <laughs> But the video store <laughs> I got case. it from is closed. If I've got something from Video Easy, do I return it to the vending machines? Because there are no Video Easies. What store replaced that location? I don't know if it's a pizza hut now. Just walk <laughs> up in and go, yeah, I just like to return to my it? Super Mario Brothers. All right, so we've gone through this pretty well. What did you think of the page, Ben? I really enjoyed this page. This was a big nostalgia walk for me. It, just- <laughs> yeah. it surprised me how much of the old Mario stuff that I had memorized. It's amazing. That stuff will stay with you to the rest of your life. I know a lot about Mario. Mario up until like Mario World and the Yoshi Island stuff. Anything that happens after that I'm a little more sketchy in. I know a bit of Mario 64. All the games beyond that haven't really played. But you can sort of figure out what they're like. You know Mario, you know the characters involved and you sort of get the plot. The other one that confused me was that fat little star. I can't even remember its name anymore. Good on to this Shigeru Miramoto guy for inventing not only Mario but a bunch of awesome stuff. And I'm sure that we'll get to go through it all over again when we do the page four Super Mario (laughs) As opposed to the page For just Mario We'll have to stick to Specifically the Super Mario's And maybe we'll look back At this page and see If they've updated anything Like we had the discussion Before this and going like Okay are we doing the page For Mario or are we doing The page for Super Mario I wanted to do Mario Specifically because It's the character But also Imagine all the other Famous Marios out there If you were a famous musician With one like share But your name is Mario I'm Mario I'm the most famous Singer in the world I'm gonna get my own Wikipedia page No you're Mario In brackets singer Mario is just just mario it's not mario in brackets nintendo when you say mario we know who you're talking about and that's pretty famous he owns the name mario (laughs) because i wonder how many wikipedia pages are there for mario because you have got the mario franchise that's actually an epically long page that's got some legs that's all the arcade versions we could do the rest of the podcast just as mario this could be a mario podcast all the games also have their own wikipedia pages as well there are probably hundreds of wikipedia pages dedicated to the subject of Mario. Because he's in so many games, and it's games that he doesn't necessarily have any, you know, special Mario about, like like the Mario Tennis. It's just a tennis game, but we're using the character we're familiar with. Alright, so I see, seeing as my falling off period was around the Nintendo 64 era, I'd probably give my rating out of 64. And I'd probably reckon if I were to rate it out of 64, I would probably give this a 55. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah, well, I like Mario. He's yeah. a big part of my childhood. Uh, what about you? Like I said from the beginning, I'm a Sega boy, which... I haven't owned a Seager and I don't think I could, even if I wanted to, own a Seeger now. But you know, your first is always, you know, you you pick your allegiance and you stick to it. It's a Ford Holden argument. I'd give it a green turtle shell out of a possible mushroom upgrade. Because everyone wants a mushroom that makes you bigger. That's the aim of life. But this is exactly like a green shell. It's straight, it's what you'd think when you throw a shell it would do. Slide along straight, it's not some red shell going all over the place doing fancy things. It says Mario, it does Mario. I knew there was more about Mario I didn't know and it showed me but it didn't surprise me I think the most surprising thing was that Miramoto did the game Sheriff which I can see why it doesn't really big that up anymore yeah <laughs> so pay attention to Mario instead hey didn't you do Sheriff yeah and Mario so yeah definitely a green turtle shell it was straight down the line exactly what I thought it would be but still had the legs I still enjoy it Yeah, you because know, when you're in the game when you're Mario karting yeah you'll take a green shell you know sometimes if you see a better one you'll throw it away but you'll use that to great effect so I I liked it. I'm very happy we got to spend some time on Mario. I actually think it's a shame that we're getting to the end of the episode on this one. I know. We, are you Cause cause We have an all round. nighter? <laughs> Let's keep going. Because we didn't even talk about the fact that the original Donkey Kong game was not actually pitched as a Donkey Kong game. It was a Popeye game. It even says it down here. I saw Popeye but, and Bluto and olive oil. So instead of Donkey Kong, it was Bluto. Instead of oh. Mario, it was Popeye. But and this- instead of the princess, it was olive but because of copyright issues he couldn't get the copyright they wouldn't sell it to him so then he decided to make his own characters <laughs> do you reckon he walked out of that meeting like <laughs> 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 so you think if they had given him the rights to use Popeye in that game it would be I'm a Popeye I'm a gonna win <laughs> does that mean that every game would have been played with Popeye and Bluto and olive oil as the princess because you could have done it with instead of the mushrooms you have the spinach and then there'd be wimpy instead of Luigi <laughs> I like wimpy yeah I will glad pay a Tuesday for a hamburger today. What a line I still remember that one it's a good That's a catchphrase cause... That will stick in my head forever You know that guy Hey man can I pay you back next week I'll pay you more Have you seen the Popeye movie? Yes with Robin, Robin. Williams And they actually have a song in there Where Wimpy's singing I will gladly pay you Tuesday For a hamburger today <laughs> Like it's a whole Like it's not like a line in the song The whole song is based around the fact That he's gonna be paying Tuesday For a hamburger today <laughs> Which is funny Cause now we all know it's Santa Link Day's Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun just to dress like Perfectly like Wimpy Walk into McCain. and then proclaim that you will gladly pay them Tuesday for a hamburger today. (laughs) See how far that gets you. And then watch as like, the 14-year-old girl behind the counter just doesn't understand what you're talking about. Anyway, we might wrap it up there. I've been Garth Remington. I've been Ben Graw. And we'll catch you next time. (laughs) Email us at wikireviewpodcasts at gmail.com. The theme is I Live for the Bass Drum. Provided by our buddy DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. Full